0: Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you, those who work so hard for your money. And when you want your money, start working harder for you now. You want to become work optional. You want to have that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30, 40 years from now, but right now, to live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But it's not just about being rich, guys, about living a rich life, because as you're blessed financially, you can bless the lives of others. Again, as always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing, binging, and making our podcast amazing. Because again, without you as listeners and watchers, and viewers, whatever you want to call yourselves, uh, without you guys, the show wouldn't be special. And you are the ripple effect that I want to create. As we said, we want to make over 1,000 of you financially independent out of the rat race by 2030. Will that be you? That's entirely up to you. So thanks for tuning in guys and and learning and growing with us. As a reminder, go check out our passive income calculator. If you haven't done so already, go check that out. You can go to moneyripples.com, go put in your numbers and see what you could accomplish in the next 12 months. Can you be able to create 20,000, 30,000? And in some cases I've even seen, we actually just had a guy put it in, had over $140,000 a year. It was 142,000 in the next year that he could create passive income. What's your number? Go find out. Hey guys, have you wanted to invest in real estate? How would it be if you could do that with just $100 and get good consistent returns? Well, that's exactly what our friends at Pre-REO does, where they buy these properties in bulk and at discount, be able to turn around and sell them and or rent them to create profits. And they do this in the crowdsourcing all your monies together. And as a result, pay you a consistent 7% return on your money paid monthly. And on top of that, guys, you even get some liquidity options too. So even though you can have your money in there for years, you are allowed to be able to access that money sooner if you needed to. So if you're interested in being able to invest in real estate with just $100 or more, whether you're accredited or not, go ahead and reach out to our friends at www.prereo.com forward slash money ripples. That's prereo.com forward slash money ripples. Check them out. All right, today, so this topic... I'm going to bring up something that you guys keep bringing up over and over. It's in the news, it's in the media. It's a huge concern, which is inflation. But more concerning about inflation, it's not just about how to live day to day. More importantly is what do you do with your money when inflation is running rampant? Do you keep it in the stock market? Do you take it out? Do you use debt? Do you not? Do you invest in real estate? Do you not? What do you do when inflation is going crazy right now? Now, I'm not saying it's going to be hyperinflation. I'm not talking about like Germany in the 1920s or Zimbabwe or Argentina. I, I don't think it's going to be that extreme, at least not in the short term, right? If anything, I think there's going to be inflation possibly followed by stagflation uh, where things might just go, you know, it's go kaput, kind of like we saw in the late 70s and early 80s. And, uh, but then again, everything's always different. Nothing ever repeats the exact same way. So all we can do is, hope for the best, right? So how do we be proactive and not just hope and pray that something works? Because the truth is inflation can actually hurt the stock market, although it can help it initially. Inflation can do a lot of things to help you financially. I mean, hey, we talked about just a month ago, we talked about how many of you guys have become millionaires because of inflation, right? Not because you were you did anything special, um, just because the markets went up and you happen to have the right assets, right? Whether it's in the stock market, whether it's in real estate, whatever it might be, that's not what you want to count on. So where do we put our money, especially our savings, if we're worried about inflation, or how do we invest it in the first place? Now, again, I'm going to put this. Disc- I'm going to put this disclaimer here. We do not give investment advice, right? We do not give investment advice. Everybody's different. I'm just giving proposals and giving my own opinion about what I've been doing for myself and what many of our clients are doing. But that doesn't mean that you should be doing the same thing, right? This is completely up to you. So uh, first and foremost, savings, liquid savings. This is always the big one because many people say, well, I got to have emergency fund, but it's getting eaten alive. And some people are saying like, hey, there's this new crypto account I can use that pays me like 7% or 9% a year. It's been awesome. and They're still paying out. I'm just going to say, stay away from that kind of stuff, especially when within an instant it can be gone. Do not get caught up in that kind of hype. Okay. Um, Again, I love leverage and I love to do that, but I like to keep my money liquid and I like to keep it safe uh, because it's more important than getting a rate of return or getting a return on your money is getting the return of your money. Let me repeat that. More important than getting return on your money is getting return of your money. It's more important to make sure you get your money back than just trying to make a big return. And you don't want to be gambling or taking higher unnecessary risk doing that. Now, what are things we can do? So my emergency fund looks like this, right? I've got a bank account. I do have money in local bank because we want to be able to walk into the bank, pull money out that day if we had to, right? Now, there's also other things, online savings. Like I have a Capital One account that I use through Capital One Online Savings. It's me a little bit of money. The bulk of my funds though, is actually being held in life insurance. You know, we've talked about infinite banking and stuff. Now, the infinite banking part where you can get your investment money to pay you twice is so sexy, right? It's so awesome to be able to say, hey, I can make money here inside of Life insurance, while also getting a line of credit against it to make money over here. So I'm making money, a few interest per, per year over here, and I'm making money in real estate or whatever investments I'm doing over here. I'm double dipping my money. That's always the sexy part. The part of this I think is funny is that sometimes when I get people that are infinite banking clients, they're like, that's what I wanna do. And I say, hey, for your situation, because you just have a little bit of savings, we should actually start spending the first few years building up your savings inside the policy. So not really using it yet. And they're like, what? But we can get that double dip. I'm like, you can. But you can also get your money working for you differently because by having your emergency reserves diversified, right? The money's gonna sit around doing nothing anyways. Now at least you can get tax-free returns on that money. That's higher, you know, more like four or five percent a year, net after insurance costs come out. You can be making those kind of returns with that money there. And any other money you have left over, invest it. Go just invest it. Use that cash flow to start funding and fueling the, the policy or future policies you get down the road. That's how I do it. Uh, it's, it has to be a little bit more patient, but I'll tell you, it's 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 not just about trying to get your money to work for you. It's about doing it in the right order and the right way. So for some of you, that can be the best thing that you can do is using that life, that infinite banking policy. By the way, if you haven't done so, if you're wondering about that, you can always reach out to us at moneyripples.com. Now that's part of what I do there. Now there's other things like we've talked about AHP on this show, right? Like AHP title paying 7% a year, but they're going to make it more liquid and available. Now it's not overnight. It might take a few weeks to get that money, right? But you can at least get to that money relatively quickly that could be a place you store your money and still be earning a contractual 7%. Nothing's guaranteed there, right? It's not like whole life insurance where it is guaranteed, not the dividend, but at least a minimum return that they're going to pay you over here. It's not guaranteed with, if you do something like AHP title. And again, they can have as little as a hundred bucks that you invest with them, right? I'm not, I'm not giving investment advice. I'm just saying, of course, if you've heard the ads, they've been on there. That's another option to maybe get your money work for you a little bit harder. Now, What about the rest of your money? The money that's not an emergency fund. What about the money you could be using to deploy and invest? Do you put in the stock market? Do you put in real estate? What do you do? Again, it's always case by case, right? But what I trust is I trust real assets. I'm not going so much after the paper assets, right? I'm not going for the things that are zeros and ones on a computer screen. I'm going after things that actually have real tangible value. So in the last year, for example, we've bought more properties. (sighs) what? But Chris, it's so high. It's such high prices right now. Yep. But the cash flow is still good in certain markets because there's some markets that haven't been skyrocketing like the ones in the news because they don't make news. The reason that they're they're not making news is because they're boring, right? They're only going up, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20% of last year, not 30 plus percent. Like you're seeing like in the Phoenix or the markets in Texas and places like that, where everybody's talking about skyrocketing prices, but they don't talk about those other tertiary markets, those other markets that are just Kind of consistent and even better yet, even if the prices were skyrocketing, if the cash flow still makes sense, if I can still make at least a 10, 12% cash on cash return on those rentals that I don't even manage myself, like if I do turnkey investing, beautiful, right? Awesome. You know, there's very little involvement there other than trying to get the the loan if you get it with a mortgage. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of work to do. Those are the things I like. I like real assets. So I'm buying real tangible properties still. Uh, we've also invested in things like raw land. I've done things with that, but I've actually done partnerships with that. I've done things with mineral rights and with oil investing. You know, again, real tangible assets, especially those that can be inflation friendly because real estate, very much inflation friendly because as those as real estate, see real estate doesn't go up because of the structures, right? Those depreciate, it's the land. Again, land becomes valuable, and especially as land has been such a hot commodity because there's so little of it being used right now. There's so much little building going on right now. It just drives those prices up. So I feel very safe being in real estate, even though a lot of the public's telling you, oh, get ready for a real estate crash. And that could be true. I think markets say California could easily see a crash. I wouldn't say a crash. I would see it soften, maybe even drop a little bit. Uh, I would not say a crash though, but I can definitely see the prices stop Appreciating as much as other markets like out east, southeast, Midwest, like where I invest. Even though I'm in Utah, I don't buy anything in the western half of the U.S. I go more like you know, from Oklahoma eastward, right? That's where I've been looking. Um, so raw land, of course, is real assets. You know, we're talking about in mineral rights and things like that, real assets. And of course, when there's appreciation, you know, not just appreciation but inflation, like what we see with. Oil price is starting to go up and other commodity prices going up and in lumber and materials, everything is going up in price. Again, that's where we want to see my money. I want to see my money in places where it's going to go up with inflation. Now it could go down with the deflation as well, but that's why I don't just focus on the inflation. I don't just focus on the market value. I focus on what income does it generate for me. And that's what I recommend too, is that regardless of where it's going, what's going to give you regular, predictable, consistent income? Whether it's on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis, so that's how I view it, right? Uh, again, I used to gamble so much, trying to put my money in so many different places. Uh, we've had even Fernando talking about self-storage, which I think is a great place. But you know, I used to put my money in places where I banked on appreciation, I counted on it, I needed it. I would do negative cash-flowing properties that only would make me money if the prices went up. I don't do that anymore, guys you know, as you've heard me say, I think boring is sexy. I like things that are predictable, consistent, and stable. And I, ha- I know that I can take low risks to get much higher returns. I don't have to gamble to get high returns. You just get the right assets. And it's incredible. Uh, you know, I've had real estate in the last you know, three years. Um, the part I've invested at least double, if not triple or quadruple in the last two to four years now. So, you know, again, a lot of that's appreciation, not all of it, but a good chunk of it is cash flow. That's where the real money is at. Can you get something that's protected from inflation, real assets, that also provides cash flow, which actually provides real income? Those areas I look at. And yes, syndications can even fall in that category, especially if they have quarterly dividends and things like that. They can fall in that category like apartment buildings and whatnot. Those are the places I look at. I again, look for low risk, higher returning, predictable assets. Just so you know, that was my strategy last year, and the year before, and the year before. The strategy hasn't changed. Now, there might be certain assets I might say Ooh, that might be higher risk than others, but for the most part, it's been the same strategy, and it works wonders. And Again, because there's cash flow involved, even if there's depreciation, doesn't matter because, again, the cash flow is the thing that really ultimately counts. That's the thing that gives you that month-to-month difference. Doesn't matter how much net worth that you get up to, it doesn't matter what the market value is. What really matters at the end of the day is what is it paying you? Look for things that hold value. And yes, even like gold and silver, I look at gold and silver bullion as a small part of my portfolio. But things that hold value and can give you cash flow as well. I'm not telling you any specific investments to do. Again, you can always reach out to us at moneyripples.com if you got more questions to see how that would work in your own situation but again we're not giving investment advice we are not investment advisors nor ever want to be but we can teach you how to actually do it yourself connect you with the right deals and make sure that you get it done the right way it's not about working harder or smarter it's about working right so guys go and make it a wonderful and prosperous week I'll see you later hey! visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now.